Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the movie newbie. My name is Jibril Sahimi, and I am the newbie. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, fellow film lover, occasionally capable of insight. Rafael Luca, thespian, cinephile, and human golden retriever. So, yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, and welcome back to the movie newbie. I'm your host, Jibril Sahimi, and as usual, I am joined by the two guys, Raf and Ollie. I wanted to say it in Cantonese, but I don't remember it anymore, and I don't want to butcher the accent. So how about you guys say hello? You can Ollie. whisper it somewhere in Angkor Wat. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. I, I know Ni Hao Ma, but I don't know that's Mandarin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's Mandarin. That's yeah. Mandarin. I know a little bit of Hokkien, but yeah. I, I yeah. don't think I'll trot it out yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. I only know the swear words. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah. Well, you've heard them. That's Raf and Ollie. But today we have our second guest for this oh, theme. Oh, yeah. We're popping guests um, left and right in this old, season. Oh, all day, son. All day. Uh, we got Ahmed... Oh, fuck, you I can never get the last name. <laughs> it's El... No. No, it's not El. Abushagur. It's not an El, it's an Eb. Abusha- it's, oh. it's an Eb. Oh, it's an Eb, yeah. Sorry, my Khaliginess <laughs> is getting fucked. Um, Abushagur, right? Abushagur. Abushagur. Yeah. Damn, I... I Dude, I'm going to have such a bad time Shagur. in Morocco. I'm going in a few days and I'm not going to understand oh, anything. This is your time <laughs> to practice now. Man, I did this one, like... Sorry, just a little side tangent. Mm. I did this, like, assessment for a job and all the Arabic was from, like... Algeria and Morocco and ah, but Tunisia. This is, this is Libyan, bro. And this is my dad's oh, side. Shit, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, side. Northern <laughs> African Arabic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something that i really bad at. Completely different. Really, really bad at. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, Ahmed. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum, Habibi. Wa alaikum assalam, Habibi. Shall we do this in Arabic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, guys. And I, yeah, and I would, not included and I would love to yeah. listen to it. I find Arabic so beautiful. Arabic? Sorry. Uh, Raf. said the word Arabic. Raf asked me Shaka. if it was okay to say inshallah the other day. Inshallah, yeah. yeah. God willing, man. It's all good. Yeah. It means uh, God God willing. Yeah, yeah. There's God. no gatekeeping. Or like, salam alaikum. Sometimes I'm like, can I say that yeah, when I go to my... Peace, you know, peace be upon yeah. you. There we go. Yeah, so now it's like but saying shalom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a lovely saying. Oh. It's actually the exact same meaning. There we go. Yeah. Boom. Semitic languages, baby. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> All day. All day. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. You and, I go, you and I go a little back. We do. We, we met do. in university. What's we the did. connection? He- oh, yeah, did. university. Yeah, university. Bonded over some dope beats and rhymes. Yeah, we. I think we dom- We specifically bonded over Mad Lim and MF yeah. Doom yeah. in the queue outside of a crappy nightclub in yeah. York. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we've been pretty tight ever since. We used to live together. Yeah. I wanted to bring Ahmed on the show because, you know, he's got great taste in films. He's got great taste in music. He's a good chat. We went great through lo- taste period. Yeah, we went through lockdown together, so we had a lot of time just to chat and watch movies together. We did. So I thought he'd be a perfect fit for the movie newbie. So mm. welcome, Ahmed. Hi. Thank you. Pleasure is all mine, guys. Thank you. Excited to be here. Oh, <laughs> and you right, recently right. got your membership, right? For Picture House Central, yeah. Picture House Central. Oh, so that's a big decision. Yeah. Just, just I when my everyman is about to expire. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah. But now you're Soho House. So exactly. Yeah. Hey man, there's a very nice members bar in that picture house. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah? Like it's a terrace. It's like almost ca- like Par- like Parisian cafe culture mm, terrace. Yeah. It was so nice. I was there at the weekend. And even though the weather wasn't that great, like it was really nice. Mm. Okay, so uh, Pitch House, if you're listening, we're open for sponsorship deals. Yeah. yeah. If you want us to do We're doing free promo on, right here. We we'll can... do it on your terrace. If you want to do the movie newbie there, we'll do it on your terrace. We can tweet. Okay, so how about we get to the movie, the beep second beep. movie of my uh, bad romance theme. 
And, you know, it's become a running joke about how how much I talk about the X movie is my favorite movie. Yeah. Oh, but you guys, seriously, this is one of my favorite yeah. films of all time. I've heard that one before. No, no, it's, we're talking about In the Mood for Love, which is mm. the 2000 uh, masterpiece uh, from Wong Kar Wai, one of the most celebrated figures from the Hong Kong New Wave. Uh, it stars Tony Leung, Maggie Chung, and a bunch of other people, but it's mainly those two mm-hmm. because this is really a film that is just laser focused on this couple. Um, I have, I'll just give my first thoughts quickly. Um, I've watched this film about maybe a dozen times in my life. I think I first visited it as a teenager. It's one of those films that it gets mentioned in a lot of lists from like, what are the best films from this decade or from this I think, century? I think it's like the second best film 21st century. Yeah, it, like, uh, like Sight and Sound just released, every decade they release um, a list of the best films of all mm-hmm. time that have been compiled from lists given by other filmmakers. Right. And In the Mood for Love always creeps higher and higher up on that list because it's just so respected, mm-hmm. not just by general audiences, but by other cinephiles and filmmakers. And, you know, it's pretty understandable why. It's mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful films I think that's yeah. ever been committed uh, to film. Um, and, yeah, my fondness for this movie has only grown over time. Uh, I just, I don't know how to start talking about it. For me, it's kind of like a miracle of a film. Mm-hmm. It's actually relatively short, yet it feels epic yeah. in terms of what mm-hmm. it communicates. Like, it's one of those films where the silences are almost more meaningful than what people mm-hmm. actually say. And I think a lot of that goes down to the two cast members, the two stars, Tony Leung and Maggie Chung. I think the way they circle one another in this story, I think is so beautiful. Their body language with each other. I love the the music in this film. I love the recurrent, the musical motifs. I love the way that it's shot. The way that it, it often feels, particularly in the boarding house, like we're we're almost like we're we're voyeurs. We're peering in on this couple who yeah. who often feels surveyed themselves. But I, I I love the mise en scene. I love the the how it recreates nineteen sixties British Hong Kong mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Singapore so, references. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love so much about this movie. I think it's just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I want to hand over to Ahmed to quickly give his thoughts, but there's a little bit of of, of a reason why you chose you, you said you wanted to be on this film, right? Yeah, no, I did. I mean, Hong Kong cinema, like it was just Hong Kong in general. So, I mean, Hong Kong cinema. My first experiences of it were probably when I was like five years old, and we went back when I lived in London for the first time, and. I lived in Harrow, and up the road I had a Bahraini friend, actually, of all people. Gang, gang. um, Who basically was, like, super into Bruce Lee and, like, martial arts films. So, like, that was, like, kind of my first experience of, like, Hong Kong cinema. And then I actually had the opportunity to visit Hong Kong studying abroad during university. And I just just loved the vibe. Like, I loved, loved, you know, the blend of East and West, you know... um, it's just like a kinetic, frantic energy about the place. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a set of, tr- of tradition, a sense of tradition in the same breath because, you know, whether you're in, you know, downtown Hong Kong, like, you know, at the, the, at the core of the like kind of urban maelstrom, but then you can go out into the new territories and it's like, you know, the great Buddha and, you know, greenery everywhere. So it's like, I think the, the terrain and the culture mixed together, just like, I just really found it an enjoyable experience. So as a consequence, when I was, uh, when I was suggested the series of three films that, uh, that uh, we were reviewing for this, uh, for this episode, I was like, I've, you know, this one, I find it intriguing. Like, you know, it's like I said, it's the, the cultural aspect, 
the you know the story itself which is you know quite interesting in the way that the narrative is structured the way mm. that you know and and if i'm being completely honest i didn't quite know how critically acclaimed it was when i signed on to do mm -hmm. it as well so it wasn't like uh, oh my god this is like you know this is one loads of gongs and awards mm -hmm. and i'm like you know i really want to you know say my piece on something super popular it was just like okay this is actually this seems quite intriguing I think I learned something from watching it as well. Because you hadn't seen it before, I right? hadn't seen it before. No, no, no. And yeah, I, I was like, let's do it. And and so what did you think yeah, of the film now that you've the seen away. it? What did I think? I think it's a really interesting film. I think it's one of those films which is quite like multi-layered. So it's one that you kind of probably discover a bit more of every time you watch yeah, it. absolutely. Um, I think it's very dreamlike. I think that's mm -hmm. one of the biggest parts. I think the the choice of, you know, like fade outs, there's a, like, you know, from a structural perspective, there's a lot of like fading out the mm. scenes from scene to scene. The, almost the way that it focuses pretty much on the, on the two kind of principal characters. And even though the relationships around them or their relationships with their significant others are significant in the way that the story is told, we don't, we never see their faces. Yeah. So it adds to this kind of almost like disembodied feeling where they're almost in their own world and Absolutely. like, you know, trying to make sense mm -hmm. of what they have around them. And yet, you know, sometimes just missing it, which I think is a general theme over the course of the, of the film really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, it, like it's, it's quite, it's really interesting from a narrative perspective, the way the story is told. Um, I think again, it's one of those films that you will gain more from as you watch it mm -hmm. over and over again. It's quite, yeah, it's quite deep. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I highly recommend, yeah, rewatching it because you yeah. will, you will get more and more Sure. Um, information you will get more um, revelations mm -hmm. towards it which is what i love about this film and why i think like you said it's a masterpiece by Wong Kar Wai who just knows exactly what he's doing and it's not just a masterpiece in terms of filmmaking but it's a masterpiece in terms of gaze work this is the most beautiful gaze work portrayed in film i think ever um, to and what is point. gaze work for those well gaze know. work is 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 basically um acting through the eyes and it's all telling the story through um, what a character reveals through their eyes. And this, Maggie Cheung, Tony Leung, they are the master at doing that. They don't tell a story with speaking. They tell it with their eyes. And it's those slight glances, those fleeting moments, those um, subtle pauses, those nuanced moments that really make this film utterly beautiful. Because, And that's kind of, it gives it this Eastern meditative um, uh, concept or experience that you can just watch and also feel. And I remember reading the story of Inuritu, Inuratu, sorry, and his wife um, watching this film and not fully understanding it at first. And then I, they, they said that they had walked home um, after uh, after watching this film from the cinema, and the, both of them broke down and cried. And I was like, damn, I feel like that's how my because my parents first watched this film. And they told me to watch it because I think they had a moment to themselves. Um, <laughs> it's my mom's favorite film. Oh, really? And yes. And she, wow. she said, Raph, if you ever want to feel love, watch this film. Um, and I feel like it does touch upon, especially maybe that certain demographic, maybe my parents, that certain age, because it hits such a, I don't know, a visceral kind of um, 
connection maybe but to also them. like maybe quite a difficult film to watch if you've oh, been married yeah. for decades yeah yeah because this film isn't about a couple that successfully built a relationship yeah. it's a film about missed chances mm. or, yes um, fleeting encounters yeah. or the the regret of you know the actions not taken and also resistance there's mm. so much resistance in this film because they don't want to fall or expecta- mm. you know, the yeah. expectations yeah. we have from society society yeah that's oh, a yes. that's a big one yeah but yeah. anyways jabril for me it's a masterpiece yeah so um i'm kind of along the same lines as ahmed but i kind of wish i didn't know anything about the film before watching it mm. cuz then i was like shit i'm going to miss out like on so many things like i was like oh this is the watch and i need to review it and um i also had trouble just trying to find this movie like it's quite elusive it's quite streaming platforms like even i tried to pirate and like even then i mean no like sorry fbi (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying like it's it's this this movie was an enigma so i think he um, mispronounced rent from the library uh (laughs) yes yes well no anyways um I wish I kind of didn't know that it was one of the best movies ever filmed. I kind of wish I didn't know that it went on it to inspire. It was put on a pedestal for you. Did it was yeah. way too hyped up for you. It, uh, it went on to inspire like loads of other films and like just the shots in this film are have been recreated in pretty much every other movie after this, I think. Like there's just so many beautiful like camera movements from uh, the perspective, like um yeah looking at characters from the back uh and them looking forward or uh the lack of people's faces like you were saying you don't really see you don't see the their significant others or their the wife the the cheating no, wife no, you, never see, you never see them you just see the back partners, yeah. yeah so um i did like that uh also did everyone read the subtitles or did anyone watch it with dub Oh, I, I didn't even know there was a dub version. Subtitles. Well, yeah. Okay, so I watched subtitles, so that actually took me away from actually watching the film. Right. Because oh, really? whenever sure. anything happened, I was like, this is such a, like you said, such a dreamlike experience. I was like, did I miss something? Mm. Did I d- not read something correctly? I'm also dyslexic, so it's it's very hard for me to like yeah. keep And I don't uh, think this film spells, um, spells out what happens um, There's no exposition. No, no, no. Was, I think it was like the yeah. second or third. You miss. You miss things. Fully. It's quite yeah, exactly. easy to miss. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think to provide a little bit of context, mm. the way they made this film was really interesting. Like, despite you, you know, Raf, I think earlier said that every choice in this film, the director knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But he went on to this to, to during the produ- making of this film, he didn't have a script. Yeah. They improvised a lot well, of it. They shot for months and months traveled yeah. to different countries just right. to shoot different parts of it yeah and he, kind of discovered it a lot on set and in, in the in the editing there room. is there is a vast improvisational kind of aspect of this film but i think Wong Kar Wai is a filmmaker is a perfectionist sure sure mm. so there would be improvised moments but i feel like there would be a detailed improv right. like of what to keep and what to let go but right. here's the thing uh, for example the Angkor Wat scenes towards yeah. the end oh. kind of come out of nowhere mm. Like there is a mo- the motif that connects the two, which I mean I'm sure we'll kind of discuss maybe later in the show. But yeah, like I said, the narrative is quite interesting yeah. in that respect. The, the yeah, the story isn't always mm. very linear, but then it snaps into yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of the plot, I made a decision halfway through the film to not give a shit about the plot and mm. just take it in as a visual experience because I couldn't really. It was just too much going on, and I felt like there was a time constraint, and I just felt really stressed. And like you said, like there's so much to unpack from this film that you can't get it all from a first from the first watch. Yeah. So 
for me, the the visual experience was absolutely breathtaking and probably one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. There's something about like the, I don't know, maybe it's like the filter or like the way the color grading was done or like how the way it was lit or just the way it was lit or just like. It's like a sepia tinted haze. Yes, it's, it's but then it's, a lot of like reds as well. Like I love the color and motifs. Yeah, yeah mm. the the colors were just so incredible. Mm. Uh, the the shots with that where you know they would like wait during the like there would be a rainstorm and oh yeah, like yeah. right by the stairs and they would yeah. wait there. They would yeah. wait there and mm. just like that image is so beautiful and, and like each shot of motherfucking Tony Leung smoking. <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah, Can we talk a little bit about how handsome and cool Tony yeah. Leung is? Mm, I yeah. mean those eyes, man. Those <laughs> like eyes. every movie I watch him in, I'm like, dude, you. It's, it's not fair, dude. The sexiest <laughs> man. Dude, get get out of here. And he bro. just makes me want to smoke. I'm like, <laughs> oh damn, my god, I yeah. smoke right. And now. I want to have like wear some fitted 1960 yes. suit. Yeah. This is like this is like Mad Men in a way. That's literally what's going through my brain. Like literally, uh, literally. Uh, it's it's how he holds the cigarette. Yeah. And like yeah. how and it does it. Like so... it looks like it tastes amazing. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's just like, God damn, I want to have a puff. Or even just him like eating sticky rice. I'm like, yeah. God damn, uh, I mean, I mean cool. Maggie, Maggie does the same thing, picks yes. up the pack of cigarettes yeah. and she's like, yeah. just yeah. like, damn, you're smooth, motherfucker. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, moving on to her for a little bit, like the dresses she wears, like, I'm not exactly a student of haute couture fashion or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I'm like those, I think they're called cheapows. Okay. Or, um, they're stunning, those those yeah, dresses. Yeah. 40, she, 46 dresses she goes through in this film. Yeah, not yeah. 27. <laughs> no. Uh, no, not, not 27. Not, <laughs> not that cat. Yeah, <laughs> another reference. Um, but, yes. <laughs> when are we doing that movie? <laughs> <laughs> the Catherine Heigl masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, well, look, we, we, can, we can dig into it a lot. Yeah. What we liked and what we didn't like, perhaps, or what we, we might have found remote about this film mm. um but why don't we go into favorite scene mm. um this might be another tricky one actually but uh, ahmed would you grace us with your pick well this was quite yeah this is quite interesting because there was a few that i was a bit like hmm this is interesting i quite like the the dinner in the restaurant scene where they're kind of tiptoeing around mm. the fact. Oh, when they're of, trying to figure it out. When they, yeah. yeah, when they're like, you know, when they both have, you know, the inkling of something on their mind, or maybe they already know the truth, but they're both dancing around it yeah. because they don't want to admit to either each other or themselves that what is happening is what is happening. Yeah. And I think there's a switch where, where they, they flick a switch where their pre-sensors drop. And at that moment, you start to see the beginnings of a formation of some kind of connection between the two, or like you know, a crack, like a chink in the in the armor, basically that they've both got up, like against the world around them and against like, the hurt that they're you know, um, maybe in self denial about. Yeah, yeah, I, and they go through um, the tie and the the handbag. Oh, you, you know, my wife's handbag and my husband's tie, and yeah. and the and the camera work. I think they showed us that scene yes. when I was in film studies, um, in high school. So specific. The that moment when he brings up the tie, or I think she brings up the tie, and it suddenly clicks that they both know that the other person knows. The camera suddenly goes behind the head of I believe it's Tony Leung's yeah. character, and then and whips she, forward. Yeah. Which and up until this point, it's mostly been slow motion shots or like really still compositions. But that it just uses like a really interest. I've ne- I'd never seen that before. Like moving from back to the profile of the head to sort of um, uh, to 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 note 
like that a, like, like a 45 degree or no it's more no, like it's just a, a just straight like a, it's like a pan almost it's like, a like pan, um, yeah. but it but whips from, from the behind yeah. the head rather than in front oh okay. it's, it's kind of hard to like yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. you'll you'll, mm-hmm. you'll you'll recognize it when you see it yeah. again but um but there's so many different camera techniques in that very scene right there is there's your classic um over the shoulder mm-hmm. um there's like a kind of wide shot and then there's another uh pan shot that goes from tony to maggie really quick as well um yeah. there's some like yeah it, i i i was going to pick that one uh, as well but to 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 create variety and that this is, i think this is just personal to me but when is when he goes to Angkor Wat um, mm, so he goes it. to Siem Reap yeah i was i damn it that's <laughs> because you know i've been to Siem Reap so many times my family kind of like own a a, a, a bit of a hotel you own Angkor Wat yeah, we uh, own oh, a <laughs> frenchman uh, <laughs> Yeah, I thought we bra. kicked you out of Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Vietnam, it's Cambodia. Uh, uh, right, yeah. Wait, wasn't, wasn't Apocalypse now about your family? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wait, the French owned, were colonized Cambodia, no? In, Indochina, yeah. yeah oh, so yeah, yeah. Cambodia, yeah. Cambodia's yeah. part of that. No, but as in, like, we go there re- quite regularly. So going to Angkor Wat and, like, seeing, and just the way he films Angkor Wat, I yeah. was like, it just brought all sorts of emotions towards. It's the scale. The scale is a very big part yeah. of it. Like, because I, I mean, and with the music yeah. and the scale, and like, it's such beautiful architecture, obviously. And it's not often. I mean, apart from what, like Lara Croft, two thousand one, the Angelina Jolie film. Like, do you that do you see Angkor Wat being filmed? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. So seeing that infrastructure, like that, like the historical structure, just like on screen, is so like magnetic. Yeah. Yeah. And I. And then him whispering in the water. I yeah. think that's got to be. I mean, for me, that's that's one of the best endings to any film mm-hmm. ever. Yes, yes. Um, that is you know, actually inspired. Talk about how it influenced other filmmakers. Has anyone seen Lost in Translation? The mm-hmm. yes. Sofia Coppola movie. Yeah. So she was her in the end of that film. Um, Bill Murray whispers into the ear of um, a soft embrace. Scarlett Johansson. Of Scarlett Johansson's character, and, and she said that was a direct reference to um, in the mood for love because she didn't know how to end her film or her script mm-hmm. until she saw in the mood for love, and then that gave her the idea. But it's it's heartbreaking. It's tragic, but. Yeah. But it's also closure, isn't it? it That's is. the thing. It's yeah. like you know, because yeah. I mean, otherwise, how would you how would you end the film? Because in in a sense, it's gone unrequited, but you can't just allow it to hang in the air. There, mm. there is always well, they some kept missing each other. Yeah, there's yeah. always some kind of resolution. You know what I mean? Yeah. Acceptance. You know, mm. you know something like that. You know what I thought was really interesting in that sequence, though, because I feel like a lot of this film, it, you get the sense that they feel like they're under surveillance a lot. And I described earlier how I think the camera work makes it feel like because that we're voyeurs peering into their rooms while they're having these private moments because we're often shooting from behind a door or through a window um, or around the corner of a wall. And I thought, you know, you could make the argument that him whispering what cannot be said in public because, of again, of traditional values, Mm -hmm. whispering into that hole gives him that freedom Mm -hmm. to say what can't be said to anyone else. But then you have that shot of the monk Almost yeah. looks like he could be watching well, him. It's, it's so it like, feels like he was always being watched, and I don't know if that yeah. was the intention. But that's well, what's kind of like I a Wong Kar Wai um, uh, thing that he does, right? Like the, with the Buddhist imagery and in yeah. his movies, like it's a very, it's something that that always creeps in. Yeah. Like, um, and I thought it was like in a way praying, you know, like speaking yeah. into the. It's a spir- it's, there's it was a spiritual my, element. Yeah, there's to a spiritual it. element, yeah. and yeah. That, I was gonna say that's my favorite scene as well, just because I thought it was incredible, and it kind of reminds me of 
like being a like a lonely child you know when you have no one to play with and you just have like yeah you just figure out and it's just like talk to yourself or something yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like i grew up like talk as the, the only boy well not the only tree but like you talk to yourself and like sometimes yeah. you have nothing else no. to do you create like, your own you yeah. create your own world yeah, yeah. and when you're sad or you want to like tell someone a secret because like secrets when you're a kid is like a huge thing oh yeah mm-hmm. and i felt like it was a very childlike thing like kind of like holding your eyes closed when you're doing um hide and seek yeah or something yeah. you know it's just you and the world yeah yeah, yeah. no there's yeah, the, I mean, uh, both the scenes I had written down have been named already because um, I think they are like quite pivotal moments. Yeah. But uh, just again to say something different, I'll pick another scene that's maybe not my favorite, but I really liked when I think it's Mr. Chow. Um, Mr. Chow, sorry, <laughs> I think his name is yeah, Chow. It's Chow. Yeah, yeah, it's Chow. Yeah, yeah, Chow's. Um, uh, I was just, I, it made me think of Mr. Plow yeah, from The Mr. Simpsons. Plow. Um, but Chow, um, I think it's either his boss or his colleague, the bald-headed guy. Mm. Uh, um, I think I know what comes, scene is uh, Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're having, uh, the, he comes to the office and I think they're eating or I think Chow's eating and he asks for him to loan him some yeah. money because yeah. he uh, lost face, as he says, yeah. because he lost all of his money at the, yeah. at the, um, the tracks. I don't, I don't know if it's like the dog races or the horse races, but one of them. One Probably of them. horse. And they Hong have Kong. that conversation. I think, I think they say horse. Yeah. 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 There's a big, big like uh, horse track in yes, Hong Kong. Yes, there is. You're right. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, 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 it would be, yeah, yeah. It would be famous. Yeah. And um, they have, and he talks about how he needs a little bit of money because he wants to go to the, they call it the whorehouse or the brothel, mm. basically. And then he has this conversation about how he's got a running tab there. And then I think Chow says, you can get. Um, you can get sex on credit. <laughs> and it just shows like they're completely differing opinions and positions because uh, you have this one guy who, you know, has a very transactional view of sex potentially or romance or is just has no problem talking about his, uh, what he's going through. Or what his he's... peccadillos. Exactly. <laughs> and then you have Chow who, who seems quite like taken aback by the, the, by his attitude towards these things. Mm. And you know that he comes from a very different cloth yeah he's um he's kind of weighed down by these traditional values and in the end i think it's what prevents him maybe from or prevents both him and uh mrs chan from being together in the end so i just thought it was a really nice sort of commentary on like these clashing values well it's it's the maybe i don't want to spend too much time on this but it's that overarching concept of guanxi which is like Mm. uh the power of face yeah in chinese society and you see it in Loads of East Asian, Southeast Asian, even Singapore, Singapore. Say, all across yeah. Asia. From I mean, it's like, honor culture. That's the yeah. thing. It's like honor, honor. Yeah. 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 So together. like, I mean, I think even now in China, they've like turned it into like a class-based system where oh, like wow. you get whatever. But yeah. um, throughout the entire movie, that's what they're running away from. Like, mm. it's not like they're about to get caught or anything. It's just like the overarching feeling of what. Um, society well, is society although the think. landlady does keep oh, yeah. sticking her nose in it and that, that was yeah, that was what I was thing. about that's, to say that's, that's like she like she's like you're having too much fun you should yeah. spend more time with your husband yeah, and, when, and when she yeah. and when Maggie's character hides out in uh, in Thingy's apartment yeah. like all night because she yep. doesn't want to be seen going back yeah. 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 I mean so people it, don't think things or like or, when they say the you tax. dress like that yeah. to go out for noodles yeah, yeah. In, in Arabic comments. we have the same thing it's like El Nas yeah. and that means the people it's like what will they think so and it's and it's a huge limiting factor in at least in South society they just air their dirty laundry on the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you have yeah. sex, okay, let's do it, let's do, let's do it. <laughs> so you have family affair, whatever. 
Um, Infernal. <laughs> hey, Tony Leung. Tony Leung. Yeah. All right. Should we um should we go to favorite performance? Then? Yeah, let's do it. Do it. It might be a little bit. Again, we might be repeating some yeah. of the same. I want to know who Raf chooses first. <laughs> yeah, Raf. How do, how about you go first? So I think the camera. Is <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I okay. Uh, upon first uh, watch, when I first experienced this movie, I thought Tony Leung was just giving me all sorts. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this guy's a master. Uh, he, he, and not only was he arousing me, but he also like, <laughs> he was my sexual awakening. No, um, <laughs> no, he was, he was just so, so utterly subtle and nuanced. And I was like, this man is cinematic brilliance. He is a screen actor through and through. But now it's Maggie Cheung. Mm. That's, the, that's the way this movie goes. That you can have, I, so, I saw so much more um from her and and her her dedication to the craft her her glances her subtlety her yeah. her nuance her but also her frailty her vulnerability and she gives more for me heart to this film than than tony intricate yeah yeah, yeah I, I i would completely agree I, the only thing i would add is that i thought um what's really impressive about her performance is that she's one of the characters that's trying to uphold uh, face or uphold mm. or put on a strong face, mm. I suppose, so as to not give away what is happening. Yet she is incredibly vulnerable and fragile at all mm. times, despite her composure. And she is a very, you know, statuesque, composed mm-hmm. presence. But you can tell her the fact that she, in particular, is breaking down on the inside yeah. because of the her grief over mm. this re- over her marriage. And if, if I'm not wrong, this is set in sixty. 60- Sixty-one. It starts 61. in sixty-one or sixty-two. Sixty-two, yeah. yeah. And then it and goes through the years. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, with the um, uh, independence. No, no, no. no. It was nineties. No. It was the yeah. no. What? When Charles de Gaulle? When Charles de Gaulle came? Yeah. Cambodia, yeah, 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 Cambodia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was the beginning of the Vietnam the bi- War. Yeah, Because yeah. uh, yes. I guess yeah. um, uh, Chow is a he's a journalist, isn't he? Or yeah. at least he works for a newspaper. Yeah. So mm. yeah, and then goes to Singapore. To and but the Singapore yeah. Daily. Singapore Daily. Like, yeah, yeah, Singapore yeah. Daily. <laughs> yeah, and I like to add with with um, one of my favorite performance moments from Maggie is, is do you have a mistress? Um, the the kind of um, role play that she does with, with mm-hmm. Tony Leung, and that's yeah. when she she kind of breaks down. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 was the, uh, that was the scene that was going through my mind when you were, you both were discussing um, the performance, and particularly mm. Maggie's performance, and I think, yeah, I think, I think that point about vulnerability is quite accurate, um, and I think it's the it's the interplay between the two sides of her character, the kind of you know stoic, you know, independence of trying to make best out of a bad situation, mm. but at the same time, you know, the f- the flashes of vulnerability when something just strikes a chord or you know pierces that i think you know it's it, it it's it's connected to that whole i mean it's connected to the whole thing well human feeling in in a in a in in the sense of sometimes you never know how certain emotions will hit or mm-hmm. how certain stimuli will trigger certain emotions to mm-hmm. hit in a very specific way mm-hmm. um and they, even though they're consciously role-playing, you know, this kind of fantasy of exposing their partners and, you know, like... Or being their partners. Or being yeah. their partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it's still real. That's yeah. the thing. It's still real. Like, you know, when she asks Tony Lung's character, are you having a mistress? She's she's role-playing that moment. 
with her husband. And then when, when he says yes, the betrayal floods in because mm-hmm. like, I mean, how, how I mean, how else yeah, how else, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it's what 50, it's like flipping a coin for this. Yeah, film. Yeah. You, you could just give it to them both. You to know, them both. Cause point, yeah. it's, it's hard to pick cause yeah, they're both very nuanced, yeah. um, intricate, uh, performances from either. But, uh, like I, I think for this one, um, yeah, would, Maggie, Maggie, right? Maggie, yeah, Maggie, with yeah. her, like, Max. I don't know, Ma- Oi, Max, <laughs> um, <laughs> four, four, Henry. yeah, um, but I don't know, it might be weird to say she has like incredible face control, mm. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like. Kind of like Thierry Henry with his little lip thing that he does. <laughs> like she's very intricate with movements in her mm. face, just to show a split. Yes, yeah. Thing in her in her thought process, or yeah. just like a quick thing. Um, like you said, just like a quick uh, change in emotion. Yeah. Mm. And I thought that was amazing. Well, Tony as well. Like did he played like just a nice guy, like quite mm. well, like a yeah. like a like a well upstanding, upstanding man, yeah. you know, like. Where he's like, oh, okay, I respect your boundaries, and I guess it doesn't need that sort of intricacy, especially if it's being set in the '60s to the, like from '61 to '67 or whatever. Um, the gender roles um, yeah. that are being presented, like the way that a woman had to carry themselves and how a man, a man had to carry themselves, um, show less vulnerability on his side because he can't. That can't exactly. quite be displayed because yeah. you know it's 1960. Yeah, and maybe even East Asian culture. Yeah, like yeah, I'm not exactly course, sure about yeah, the time, yeah. but. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna imagine that that's what it's like because yeah. I'm taking Singapore for for an example. Mm. So yeah, for me it's a toss of the coin. I love both of their performances. They're both great. Yeah. This film wouldn't and, work with, yeah. if they didn't. Yeah, mm. if both of them didn't have that kind of chemistry yeah. And, yeah. and and talent. And I think one, even though I've watched this film a bunch, you know, I mentioned we talked before about how you rediscover you discover something new each time you watch it. And what I noticed this time as well, just you know, pulling back to their two performances. I didn't notice how um, in their relationship they actually liberated each other in different ways, though. Like, mm-hmm. particularly with Tony Leung's character with the the um, the martial arts serials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. at the beginning he says, oh, I always wanted to write one, but then I never could start, so I just gave up mm-hmm. because he just didn't have the initiative. But then, weirdly, in having this secret relationship mm-hmm. with Maggie Chung's character, he starts writing uh, one with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it's such a small part of it and kind of feels irrelevant to the larger story and she I sings as well she, really... she becomes uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she releases some... have, have any of you watched La Vie en Rose yes the, it's, the it's Marie en Marie yeah Cotillard. it's kind of yeah. I, I don't know I had vibes of that movie for some reason in oh, this yeah. I've never um, seen it yeah. Yeah. fair enough fair enough I, I, I love that movie yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> such a romantic movie yeah. <laughs> it's also heartbreaking it's heartbreaking well. as fuck yeah, yeah. Um, it would have been a good one for this theme <laughs> yeah so um, favorite quote Oof. Not in the original Cantonese. Yeah, I got one. Yeah. Um, and it's probably, it's been my favorite line from this film. Uh, every time I, I hear it, it's it's just tugs at my heartstrings. But it's, um, you notice things if you pay attention, if you pay attention. Yeah. Uh, just because it's, that's exactly, it, again, it, it represents the, this represents the film. Like you notice things if you pay attention and that's exactly what the film is trying to say. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, Ahmed. So I was. It was a toss up between two for me. Um, so I'm going to be greedy and say both. Uh, <laughs> no, no, we do that. We do that. We have um, honorable mentions. 
So one one was not necessarily a quote by any of the characters, but it was a it was one of the quotes that transitioned between the parts of the film. So that er- that era has passed. Nothing that belongs to it exists mm. anymore. Yeah. Um, which I think comes towards the end of the film. But I think it's 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 almost like it's the it's the essentially the story of the film in the sense of this was a very specific set of circumstances at a very specific moment in time Mm. and no matter you know where they find themselves in the future they could never recapture what happened at that point in time which i mean i guess speaks to the i don't know the ephemeral ephemerality i can never say this word (laughs) ephemerality of of life in a sense the ephemera ephemera exactly um so that was one and then the other one was the dialogue between them where Maggie Chung's character says, why didn't you call me today? Chai Wan says, I'm afraid you wouldn't like it. And then, and then she says, then don't call me ever again. Mm. So I found that quite interesting because they're both dancing around what's going on around them. But she's almost kind of like, even though she's the one we see to be a bit more restrained and refined, she's like, I don't want you to be. Yeah. I want you to just go for it, yeah. and if you're if you're trying to seek my approval, then yeah, this is then I don't you've already lost yeah. it. Yeah, then you've yeah. already lost it, which is quite interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, those are two great picks. I hadn't thought about that. Um, I yeah, because this is not a film like I, I said at the beginning. This yeah, is no. a film about what's unsaid rather yeah. than what's said. So yeah. it was hard to pick it, and also especially if you're not um interpreting the film in its native language like i'm reading the subtitles i can appreciate the sonic quality of of the cantonese which i actually you know i I think sounds quite lovely Mm -hmm. uh in this film but um i'm just reading the subtitles so it's you're not you can't really meet it at completely face value Mm -hmm. but i would this is not a line that um i think on its own sounds pretty but i think it captures a lot of what the story is about which is Mrs. Sue, the landlady, she says at several points, you're too polite. Mm. And which is, it's ironic because she's that overbearing presence of societal expectations yeah. or judgment. And pressure. That keeps yeah. them from, that forces them out into the nighttime streets in order to con- continue, carry on their business. And also makes them often stick stick in their rooms because they're so, yeah. <laughs> they feel so overwhelmed when they're around the landlady yeah. and all the other neighbors. Surveyed. So yeah. she's like, you're, but then she says, you're too polite. And that is, true that they are too polite like at least if they wanted to be happy with one another explore where this goes or confront Mm. their their spouses who are cheating on them then they should overcome that politeness but Mm -hmm. it's coming from a figure who is kind of setting the rules that dictate their Mm. restrictive society so Mm. i thought it was really interesting that it came up several times yeah um i'm gonna go with hello hello mic check one two holy shit did it just fucking okay no it's working um (laughs) I'm going to go with, I guess, it's not really a quote, I guess, but it's the last um, slide before it says end. And it's, um, where is it? Uh, that era has passed. Nothing that belongs oh. to oh, it. That's yeah. what Ahmed yeah. said. Yeah. Oh. Is that what yeah. you just yeah, said? Yeah, I oh, said shit. that. It was between two for me. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, then it's not right. There we go. <laughs> <That's easy. laughs> I'm sorry, time. man. I'm we sorry. Time. We save time. <laughs> yeah, we save time. We save time. time. I'm we time. sorry. All right, all right. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I I said from the beginning that I didn't actually listen to yeah. this movie, so um, finding a quote was like kind of pointless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And again, I, it's not what about but said, and so it's what about but what's yeah. seen. So yeah, exactly. Great, great minds, dude. Great minds. Yeah. 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 Um, but I was also gonna go for that. Uh, 
the, the your favorite scene well the the honorable mention that you chose where they were like talking about yeah. uh, the 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 betting and the, yeah. I thought yeah. that was pretty funny yeah, yeah. That, guy, that actor was funny the bold guy yeah, as well. yeah. yeah. Upping. and like him trying to deliver that news as well that he yeah. saw his wife mm-hmm. walking around with another man because mm. yeah. you can see the complicated emotions he's going through where it's like um he's like I feel duty bound to tell you but also I can't really push this and say mm. out loud what mm. we both know to be true in this mm. instance because that's gonna humiliate you mm. um anyway uh armchair moment um okay I'll, I'll just say up front i don't really have anything that i would change about this movie i you know sometimes i wonder it's made in such an elliptical style i wonder if they could have made things a little bit more clear perhaps in terms of how things came to pass but then again i think mm. if you change anything about this movie it might disrupt and sort of unspool everything that is so yeah. special and unknowable about it. Yeah. So yeah, I can't I can't yeah. think of anything. I'm no, gonna I've got nothing. I'm gonna say I'm gonna use this opportunity to say uh you have to watch this movie I think minimum three times or something like that. <laughs> That's the rule. Because yeah. because yeah. you won't get much from the first viewing. At least you I have didn't. to be in it the was... mood for love. It's <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I think that's true. I think it's very difficult to get a get an idea of its or get a sense of its flaws, really, because it is it's quite complicated as yeah. a film. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fuck, sorry, I'm still laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, introduce uh, a little bit of levity into this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so serious. All right, well, okay. If we want to, we want to have yeah, a couple of chuckles. Get, do you want to hear my dumbass mystery? Let's question? do it. Let's do it. Go on. Let's go. Go on. Let's okay, go. I have two actually. So I'll, this is the. There'll be a funny one and then maybe a serious one if, if we, we have, have time. Yeah. If we have time. No, we got time. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned the martial arts serials. Um, so yeah, it's really hard to come think of questions for this movie because it's a kind of a very serious yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. But if you wrote a martial arts serial, what'd be the name of it? Ooh. Because they mentioned the drunken master at one point. And you know, these films, actual... these kung fu movies yeah. are always like the drunken master and the seven blades of Shaolin Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shaolin Monkey. <laughs> so if you could come up with one or you could make it your own. <laughs> well, has anyone seen the the Rizza? Uh, yeah, Kung yeah. Fu movie. I've yeah, never seen it. That was it. terrible. The man, the oh, man with it? the man with the iron, iron fist. fist. I, yeah. is it, is it I think bad? I've seen it. I, it think was, I've I watched seen it in university. It was, uh, it was pretty. Um, it's got a good soundtrack good. though, right. yeah, as you'd yeah, expect. Yeah. I got one. I got one. <laughs> Dragon Warrior: The Hidden Truth. Ooh, nice. Where is it hidden, Deep, man? Huh? Where is it hidden? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. In some dragon, <laughs> he's got to fight his way through, man. But it's not about actually. It's not about kung fu. It's about a personal journey of sexual awakening. Brokeback Mountain in a monastery. Yeah. With a bit of Kung Fu. My martial arts series will be called Postman Pat and his black and white cat. That beat with everything. Postman Pat. Very good. Anyone else got anything to offer? Does anyone want to go? I mean, Ahmed. I have one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, go. Go lo- I'll go last. Mr. Nobody. Ooh. Oh, oh, like the, uh, yeah. I feel like I that like you might be competing with a, a Kind of like film. a Kurosawa thing, you know, the nameless yeah. the nameless man walking nameless, into the yeah. town, taking yeah. on the baddies. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Look at it. If anybody's seen the, the video game Sifu. Oh, dude, I need to play that game. Yeah, kind of along those lines. Interesting. Oh, sick. Thing. I've got a name, actually, now. Yeah. A thousand flailing fists. Oh, I like that. Flailing. <laughs> flailing. It's not in control. <laughs> that, is a, that is a great point. Guys, 
Let's get brainstorm. <laughs> let's get workshopping these cereals. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh, oh, those are not pornos. They're cereals. Well, mine's about jacking off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I, well, I have a question. I- <laughs> Oh, you know this is a room full of boys uh, right now. Okay, no, I have a question. Has anyone seen that uh, let's make our social media Wes Anderson and then people... Oh, are yeah, that TikTok sure. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think Wonkar Y's version of that would be? A lot of um, the same song being played over and over again. I did love slow that motion song. Music. Slow motion yeah. music. <laughs> the, uh, that effect that he has, that like fa- the like, time-lapse effect. Yeah, the time... Mm. Yeah, they use that, the that is used Express. in uh, everything, everywhere, mm-hmm. all at once. Yeah. Um... um the colors, the color red, yeah, um, a lot of vibrant colors. Do you think it would be easy to do colors. just like with a phone? A lot and, of good like, food as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, a lot of appealing. I don't know if food. you could recreate what he does with these films yeah. on on a phone, because it seems like Wes Anderson. Well, it's an aesthetic, isn't yeah, it? That's the thing. It's, it's yeah. an aesthetic. Yeah, it's an aesthetic. Like, I mean, could you say there is a is a Wong? I can. What's his name? Wong Kar Wai. Wong Kar Wai. A Wong Kar Wai aesthetic that is easily reproducible. I think so. Time lapse photography. Yeah, time lapse photography. Uh, but I think it's weird because actually, in the mood for love, looks quite different to some of his the preceding films. Because, or to because he used a different, yeah. he used two different cinematographers mm. because the production process took so long. Right. There's Christopher Doyle, he usually worked with mm-hmm. on films like Chunking Express or Ashes mm. of Time, uh, or um, 2046. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, then he worked with Mark Lee Ping Bing. Oh God. Ma- <laughs> Just call him Mark. I just call him Mark. Mark. Um, He worked a lot on the Ho Xiao Xian films, which are very still compositions largely. And so I I think you could feel those two different influences brushing up against each other here. So it didn't have purely his cinematic Mm. style. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Um, yeah. Great. Let's go to ratings then, shall we? Um, I'll just go first. Yeah, I'm go gonna first. give this ten out of ten cheap owls. I'm not objective about this film though. Like mm. I, you know, it's been a long love affair for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I have a spiritual connection with this film. I will give it ten noodle Tupperware out of ten. Nice. Oh, that t- the little like yeah, yeah. um, mm. uh, tea, it's like a tea, like portable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you, you can store so your stylish when Maggie Chung's carrying it. Yeah. I think it's oh, called that's... a Dao or something. I can't remember yeah. exactly what it's called. But that'd it be has so good to go into like a noodle it, shop with your own. Oh, that's why I want noodles. You get it on the plastic in the plastic Tupperware. It's always like lukewarm yeah. by the time you get home. Yeah. I hate that. And it's yeah. just so aesthetic. Like it looks so, and yeah, it looks so like it like sustainable. Yeah, it looks. It's sustainable. It's eco-friendly. There it is. Boom boom me um i think at this stage given i've watched yeah. it exactly once sure, sure. <laughs> for me i think i'm at the seven out of ten place mm-hmm. i need to rewatch it i need yeah. to get more of a sense of the film and kind of you know drill down to the details mm-hmm. um i think it was interesting i did find it you know it, i did find it interesting to watch and i like like we talked about, the cinematography is really intriguing. You know the the music, the the kind of dream like atmosphere. I think it it interested me, but I need to watch it at least once or twice more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sink in mm. for sure. No, understood. Do you have a particular totem you want to use for um, the rating from the film? A or? Totem. Oh, did I not explain this to you? No, no. My bad. So you notice how I said. 10, out, 10 cheap owls out of 10, and he said 10... And 10 noodle Tupperware. Noodle Tupperwares uh, okay. out of 10. So we usually find, take like, a little uh, totem from the movie uh, okay. and use that as the, like um, the unit for Maggie, our school. Yeah, Maggie's dresses, you know. <laughs> well, I said cheap owls. Oh, yeah, that, mm. so there we go, yeah. Seven cigarettes out of 10. Hey, yeah, there nice. we go. Seven yeah. s- Tony Leong smoking cigarettes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not just any cigarette. Um, 
Yeah, I'm all, uh, the same line, like along the same lines as him. Um, subject to increase. Uh, at the moment, it's yeah, seven point five out of ten. Just because I feel like I need, there's so much more to unpack, and yeah. I just can't give it's it layered. Um, yeah, go, like I know I like the go movie. Go see this at Prince Charles. If yeah, you go Charles. see it. It's coming it plays, out. It plays there every yeah. couple of weeks, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so popular. With I mean, I saw for this for this month. It's <laughs> while I'm away, so. Uh, yeah, it'll be, it plays it's something. It's yeah, something yeah. you need to it's witness in the cinema. For yeah, sure. for sure, for sure, definitely. So yeah, seven point five. Um, <laughs> uh, losing face, uh, ID waving outside the whorehouse. <laughs> wow, <of 10>. yeah. <laughs> elaborate. Yeah, oh, very elaborate. Uh, script nice. Yeah, that's that's the one. Um, and yeah, I guess we can finish it here. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thank Ahmed, you. for being here. Thank you, buddy. Thank pleasure, you. guys. Thank uh, you for having me. It was great. Please you come back on anytime. Do you want to plug anytime. anything? You want to shout out anything? I mean, um, shout out to you guys. Hey, oh, this is the second time. Oh. Uh, the first time. The first time. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, this is the lo- this is the last episode of the season, right? No, no, no. no this is actually the second. The second. Yeah. Second. Okay. Yeah. So, what number are we up to now? We're at eighty-nine. 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 Wine and dine. Wine and dine. Eighty-nine. I mean, that milestone, that one is coming up. Yeah. Yep. 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 yep, yep. We're gonna have Big to do boy. something special. And then for I quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should do a live we'll live do, podcast. Well, that's what I've been trying to say. Or like, like, anyways. All of our, with all the guests we've yeah. ever had. Oh shit, yeah. we're nearing the the point. Uh, well, just in case we don't get shut get down by shut Pirate down. Camden again. Yeah. Um, Bloody pirates! Yeah, fucking pirates. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, this was. A, fuck. What am I doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> yo, uh, yo. So uh, yeah, so give us a like, a share, a subscribe. You know what to do. Follow us on Twitter. We're not on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, on Spotify. You know what to do. Snapchat. Um, and, and, and just stay beautiful. All right. Ciao, ciao for now. My people.